Hey, 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 welcome to... Is That a Joke? I'm Tiff. And I'm Chris. <laughs> and and I did intro. a fat Alfred intro. Yeah, you did. Although you didn't drop it as low as I would have liked, but no. that's just my own bias. I'm sorry, you want me to try again? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. That was closer. Because <laughs> you also gotta add some rust to it. Yeah. Your yeah. least favorite rapper. <laughs> My least favorite rapper, my least favorite video game, anything named Rust, I hate. <laughs> I guess he's Rust, but you get it. He's not my least favorite rapper. Who's he's barely a rapper. Oh, <laughs> who's, who's your least favorite? Oh, gosh. Um, don't. You know. Don't. <laughs> don't. I'm thinking about music I listened to at the time that yeah. just hasn't held up. And I gotta say, don't. it might be Chingy. Oh, thank God. I thought you were gonna say Big Baby. Because <laughs> I listened to Chingy a lot when I was younger. Oh, we loved Chingy as a teen. But you know, speaking of that, Tiffany, Let's I do feel this. like there's a lot of stuff we like when we're younger. And golly gosh, it just doesn't seem to hold Who up. Who is this character? Who is this next door neighbor man this that is I don't know? Just how I sound, Tiffany. It is not. When the fuck have you ever said golly gosh? To At me? least three times. Probably, unfortunately. <laughs> You really undersold yourself. Maybe that's too little for a quote-unquote decade-long friendship. (laughs) I hate that you put quotes around it. (laughs) Oh my god, yeah, let's talk about some shit. A lot last year, when you came to my house, Mm -hmm. before you moved, we said, let's watch the Jimmy Neutron movie. (laughs) Because we remember loving it. It was a big part of our childhoods. Uh, And we were wrong. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the Jimmy Neutron movie, just uh, a very soft, not good from me. Like, also... The emotional turns went from, oh no, all of our parents are gone, to let's throw a party. Like That seemed to be a thing. That was something I was thinking about. There seemed to be a lot of kids' movies where it's just like, you know what kids want to see? Just kids being kids for like an uninterrupted five minutes in the middle of our film. They did it in the Power Rangers movies too, where they... uh You know I've never seen a Power Ranger. That's okay. You don't need to. <laughs> I've frankly. never... I, hear me out. It's my new conspiracy theory. I don't think Power Rangers are real. <laughs> I mean, they're not in a sense. Hold on. What? <laughs> Whoa. I thought it was bro- dropping hot news. No, you're, you're, you're kind of stating facts, fam. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I gotta Got go it. back to the bunker. <laughs> Are you from the 1980s? Because you're a fax machine over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. You sound Please pretty mad. Along. I'm mad. Speaking I hate of, this. <laughs> speaking of things that age badly. Friends. So. The whole TV show Friends. But we all know I hate that already. Yeah, and I, I think uh, nowadays people are more open to the discussion that maybe Friends was not good, and that it was in fact merely on the television at the time that we watched it. There are certain jokes from some shows that still hold up for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to do a Spongebob rewatch to see if that holds up or not. I'll tell you, personally for me, season three, bits of season four, and then no. Because I still wee-woo. Yeah. I still wee-woo all the time. I personally think old Spongebob has aged very well. And in fact, honestly, I think that's a big reason why it's become kind of a, a featured meme online. Yeah. It's because those first three seasons are just really good television. You called me out for wee-wooing in the car like a few weeks ago. Mm. Well, in the list of things that I've, of wrongs I've committed to you, <laughs> let's walk through this one. What? Nah, that's fair. I did. <laughs> I'm like, no, this one's real. Um, I was going to put it on trial. So. Oh, my God. I have not revisited Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Victorious wasn't great when I watched it. Even worse than my rewatch last year. Oh, no. I did a Victorious rewatch. <laughs> that's so sad to hear. And I was like, 
eh. Like, by the end of me watching it, I was like, I'm doing this because I said I would finish it and not because I want to. Yeah. Like, it was just such a slog for me. I'm glad you mentioned that, because I always feel like, even at the time, it was considered the B-show to, like, iCarly and, uh, I guess mostly iCarly now that I think of it, and the, the, the cartoons on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Because that was, that was really where the strength was. It's true. I, I would say Ari Carly has also not aged well. But that's mostly because sitcoms are the hardest thing to do, quote-unquote, in a timeless way. Like, sitcoms are based on comedy, and comedy is the quickest form of entertainment to age badly. Yeah. Just because it's so captured in the zeitgeist of what we as a culture and where we are located find funny in that moment. That, like, I think five years from now, me saying a word like meme... A lot is going to seem like some old ancient language from, like, the alien times. I think that's a bit dramatic. Also, I think we were discovered by aliens. Hold on. (laughs) Anyway. I think those aliens were the Power Rangers who aren't real. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Yeah, I was going to say. Don't poke holes in my plot. That's too much to unpack. (laughs) Uh, Move along. Uh, So we... (laughs) It was really hard not to say it. And, uh, I don't know, you'd stop looking at me. I'm waiting for you to talk. I don't remember you, what I was going to say. And then you, then you just, looked at me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm sorry, Tiffany. I'm sorry I looked at you in our podcasting room set up where we are facing each other to build a camaraderie. I didn't like it. I felt attacked and unsafe. Can we... This is... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. This is not on topic. We have to stay on topic. No, I have to do this. Okay. Can we talk about the text message you sent me today where you said, I'm coming to get... What did you say to me? I said... <laughs> I'm coming for you. And then I followed up with, like, sorry. Meant to say, I'm coming to you. Oh, I'm, I saw the first one first, obviously, and went, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm coming for you. But um, other things that I don't think have held up. Mm-hmm. Yes. For me, it's a lot of music stuff more than it is, like, stuff Perfect. I watch. Perfect. Let's hit that. Let's. Uh, like, I just talked about st- Chingy, so. I still love Play Is Gonna Play by 3LW, but, like... <laughs> It's not a good song. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but fair. Like but it, they it, were three little women. And it was infectious at the time. So it was. I, the I, haters I, were going to hate. The ballers were going to ball. Shot yeah. callers? They were going to call. It's funny you say that. And for some reason, saying those words, except for the shot callers, I go back to thinking of the Taylor Swift song, the uh, Shake It Off. You guys like, the haters going to hate, 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 hate. Just... More stealing from black women, quite frankly. Why didn't 3LW sue her? Yeah. <laughs> Those three little women. What they should have done is a remix, because that part where Taylor stops the song dead in its track to beat, like, because this sick beat. I hate it. Right Stop. Here. Ugh. That remix comes in, let 3LW in. Instead of that weird little cheer verse of my X-Man, which already. Oh my god, it was such a nightmare. Yeah, one of a, a rare miss from Swift. You know what really doesn't hold up? What's is that? the whole Harajuku album that Gwen Stefani did. Which didn't hold oh, up yeah. at the time where she just had Asian women as accessories. That's so sad, because there were like some singles she put out as a solo artist that are great and that I love. And then it's just attached to all this stupid bullshit. She has a song that I still love on that album, but it's like her pretending to be a teen and talking about how she's going to have sex for the first time. And it is a real wreck. Like, I still love this song. I listened to it for the first time in years last year. And my boyfriend went, Tiffany, what is this? (laughs) In a sense, I I really appreciate Gwen Stefani's solo career because I feel like she laid a lot of groundwork imperfectly. That a lot of people would pick up on and improve, or in some cases, repeat the same mistake twice. 
So, for one instance, I would say, and I think a couple of people said this before, Lady Gaga is kind of someone who, like, saw the blueprint of Gwen Stefani and was just like, let me fix that a bit. Let me, it, it, let me taper off the hard edges. See, that's really funny because I was going to go the, the opposite direction. Of, I think Katy Perry also saw it and said, I can do that too. Yes, yes. But, like, bad. Perfect example. <laughs> who... If anyone, whose music ages worse almost instantly than Katy Perry's? Last Friday night, yeah. Might as well be the lyrics. I will never know them. <laughs> that song's not good until the sax solo kicks in. How's the sax go? It goes... Something like that. I don't know. Oh, who, who can say that? I haven't heard it in years. Is. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, Another can, one that yeah. I was going to say in the Gwen Stefani trail of also aging badly. Remember when uh, Avril Lavigne decided, remember that racist gimmick Gwen Stefani did? I want to do that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Do you remember when uh, we all let Miley Cyrus have a group of black women? She called her dead pets. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, you don't? Or oh, oh no. As in no, no. She no, should not yeah. have did not. That yeah, was a bad choice, Miley. A bad look. There's just somebody... And, in like, fact, that wasn't that long ago. In fact, Tiffany, I, I think I gotta say it. Uh-oh. And this might hurt you, and I don't want to intentionally, but I, I okay. accept the consequences. I think we might have to talk about how badly aged Bangers is. I know. It's fun, That one but is gonna hurt me. It's kind of a big old yikes. I I know I know in my heart mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you know how much I love the album, and Bangers. I like the album a lot too. So I don't want to. I don't. I'm not putting you on a pedestal by yourself. But you know? it is like I haven't revisited it in a while because I'm scared that it's awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm so scared that it's awful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can we talk about the wild guest appearances on it? What was Nelly doing in there? <laughs> that's my that's my question every time Nelly shows up. <laughs> What's Nelly doing here? Especially <laughs> on his own albums. I was like, what are you doing here, Nelly? Did we ever get a song by Nelly and Nelly? Did we ever get a song by Nelly and Nelly Furtado? No. Why? She could have been like, I'm like a bird, only fly away. And he, <laughs> see? You knew. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's not the Nelly thing. You know what the Nelly thing is? What? Do the I'm like a bird. Thing. I'm like a bird, only fly away. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, you know my favorite one of those yeah. is ha. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's some old yin yang twins. I love a really annoying ha. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I think Ooh. I think Nelly Furtado just saw. I think she just saw the writing on the wall. She was like, "This Nelly guy is not someone I want around me." For was that long. an album of hers? What? I have to Google Vamp. Alrighty. I believe the writing on the wall might be a name of a Nelly Furtado album. Please hold. Oh, shit. I think you're right. You know what? It's funny you say it. Because, yeah, at the time, every singer-songwriter would release an album that sounded like that. Or, like, Unwinding Roads and stuff like that. Very, like, Lilith Fair, like, kind of crowd sort of uh I have a hot take, which is her music is worth your time. She did do some cool, like, Spanish shit when she stopped doing, like, Top 40 stuff, and it's a real treat. I believe, listen, I personally think Nelly Furtado has just always been really good. Like, early, artsier, kind of more folky Nelly Furtado. Fun. I'm like a bird. Yeah, it's it's a soft jam, but it's still a good jam. And then I actually quite like her, quote-unquote, sellout period with Timbaland. 
Oh, my phone no. played a song. That I'm so embarrassed. For I'm right so now. <laughs> embarrassed for me right now. Yeah, you know, it's funny when you were talking about this because recently I was thinking about that Man Eater album a lot. Because Man Tiffany, focus. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I just love that song. I love that song too, though. Tell but, me about it. But specifically, the song I kept thinking of was a uh, "Say It Ain't So." I think it's yeah. It goes like, okay, that is what it's called. Yeah, it's called. Er. Say it right. Say it right. Thank you, Tiffany. Say it ain't so. It's say it ain't so. I will not go. It's yes, different. That's it's different. Right, yes. Sorry. Continue. No, no, no. Absolutely. <laughs> say it right. I, that, that song popped in my head and for the longest time. That flipping melody just coming back and forth. It's like, boy, you know me. Ain't nothing at all to see. Uh, those are my favorite parts of the Timbaland songs when he's like is yelling in the background. Oh I like to think he's just always tripping in the studio while they're singing. He's just like, hey! Nothing by One Republic holds up for me. I love, I'm really mad no one got to see the physical gag of you pretending to trip. I I wish more songs had that, though. Yeah. Like, I want that in really pretty slow songs. I want, like, a beautiful, like, whole-ass orchestra and someone doing, like, a beautiful... Sl- what if we had that in Praying by Kesha? What if it was, oh, God, like... Tiffany, I was going to say something like... Uh... Uh, Sarah McLachlan's song, like, In the Arms of an Angel, you went with a much more divisive one. Damn, Tim. I actually love Cash. I respect that for you, though. I No, give me give me the Sarah... Do you want me to do the Sarah McLachlan? Do you want to do the A's? I'll sing it. Oh, you know, yeah, you, you you sing it. Yeah. You Go gonna ahead. be Timbaland? Yeah. Okay. Is it In the Arms of an Angel? Hey. <laughs> looked at you i knew it was coming and i still fucking died sorry in my mind and yeah no one is seeing the physical goose but i just imagine he's like slipping and falling like a three stooges act and it's just like (laughs) see i think he's locked out of his apartment building and he's trying to get someone to notice him and let him in because they know he lives there so he's like (laughs) it does have that tone to it Man, I, I wish uh, in this episode we could talk more about Timbaland. But, but we can't. We have to do a different thing. Because unfortunately, this episode is about songs that don't age well. Ooh. Which Timbaland songs have? Ooh, there's so many. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Can we please talk about that Pussycat Doll song? <laughs> We're already on a losing streak, but yes. <laughs> do you remember that one that was like, I don't give a keep looking at my beep. You remember that one? Still oh, stupid. Yeah. Still dumb. I love that album. I'm shitting on songs that I still am obsessed with, but, like... Well, that's the fun thing about bad music, I think. Wow. I don't think we should call it bad. Okay, that's the thing about music in general, I think, is that even when you find aspects of it that you might in your head call incompetent or poorly executed, gosh, sometimes there's just something fun about it that just still makes it infectious, you know? Sometimes, like, these songs that you hate the first time you hear, they, they, they will grow on you and they will become favorites of your life you know how much i hated that i think you still don't like it that song the willow by taylor swift uh i don't remember it honestly it was like her sad singer songwriter one okay so like pre like the ni- pre-1989 no like- after it was more recent really yeah it was more recent and i thought you didn't like that i thought you i started listening to that album and i'm liking it so far but i thought you specifically said Oh, they all sounded the same. You did not care for folksy. I did modern not. folksy Taylor. I do not. I and got that, very bored by it. And that's fair. It's a it's a slow burn album. I I'm loving. But it. I thought that was that might not have been you. But someone was like, really? Mm-hmm. That's the one you like? And I was like, yeah. 
because it was the radio one and it grew on me over time. Yeah, some of those uh, Taylor songs do that. I tell you what, though, we want to talk about badly aged Taylor Swift. We got to talk about Reputation era Taylor Swift. No, we don't. Swift. It's all perfect. It's, it's all bad. perfect. Ooh, I don't know what you mean. It's a not, perfect. I, I don't album. even say it's bad. I would say it's. Would you call me a miss? I literally called you nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you were not a factor in this conversation about me and Taylor Swift's reputation. I love the album Reputation. We have talked yes. about how it is my favorite Taylor Swift album mm-hmm. because I love shitty hip hop Taylor Swift. It is one of my favorite. Thing. Okay, you're telling me not to call bad. You literally just said it was shitty hip hop, though. It is bad hip hop. Listen, and listen, if you enjoy it because or despite it being bad, I think that's perfectly fine and valid. If you even think that, like, its badness is on purpose and you want to defend it for that, I think that's a fair point. I don't agree, but I think with that album, it's so singular that I think that I, I invite that. I think that's a, a good way to look at it. I just am not a fan of when someone else is like, that thing you like is bad. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's bad, but that, I think a lot of people love it and have valid reasons to love it. I mean, hell, I, a lot of people thought that that would be this the album that ruined Taylor. Clearly didn't. She's going She's fine. still here. And that's either a testament to the album was misunderstood and pe- more people liked it than didn't, or that her star power was just big enough to survive it. But yeah, either way, no, I, I think it's fair. I do not like it. That's fine. And I think it's aged like... Oh, it's not really badly, especially considering how not that old it is. Yeah, I can see that. That's why I thought it was interesting. Because sometimes, you know, obviously a pop album from the 90s has aged badly. Yes. Shock. They had limited. What's that line that you still hate from DMX? I've got no love for homo thugs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't age great. No, it didn't. <laughs> didn't age great. Yeah, that is that is definitely something uh, that happens a little too frequently. Unfortunately. Like, because there's a... There's a line in DNA like that, the Kendrick Lamar song, that it's like, yeah. that's not that old. Yeah, I I felt like that whole damn album, like every song I enjoyed, and then there was like one line where I was like, Ugh. Oh no, yeah. I, I know the one people got upset about was him talking about photoshopping stuff on yeah. women during Humble. And that one to me like wasn't awful as much as like, Ugh, that's kind of an easy target, you know? Yeah. Oof, it's, it's There's like, another line in that song that is more offensive to me, so. Ooh, do you remember? It's something along the lines of, like, pretty much insinuating that their dad is, like, a lady because they're weak or some shit. Like is that it's, DNA or Humble? Oh, I think that might be in Humble. I don't know. I don't know. It's in I, one of those, too, because I listened to them both a lot and had I, opinions. I remember that line you're talking about. And, yeah, that, that line to me was just like, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, that's such an easy lowball. It's just like, to the point where, like, I don't, I don't even know if I... Personally, I wouldn't say if it was offensive to me as much as it was a dumb thing to it say. It was just like, this isn't necessary. It's what you're doing is not necessary. 100%. You're smarter than this. Kendrick, yeah. I raised you better than this. Yes. I think that was... That's more of my attitude about it. And I agree with that 100%. I think in general, like, that damn album just, like, has a lot of weird imperfections all over it. And I don't get why. Like, I get... So listen, when Kendrick Lamar made... What was that album that came before... Good Kid, Mad City. Oh, shit. I don't remember. You know what? I'm going to look at that. Ooh, y'all. You vamp. I vamping. You vamp. Y'all, I like music. I listen to music every day. Oh, um, my God. I, <laughs> I was listening to music before Chris got in my house. We've been, we were getting hype today to a really good song that he showed me by Denzel Curry. You got it. Uh, Ricky is a big jam in this house. We Love are here it. for it. 
It is so fucking fun. I'm going to plug that Song Exploder episode. Really fun listen, by the way. I still need to listen to that because that song really like gets me ready to fucking party every time I hear it. 100%. Section 80 was the album I was thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. I listened See, to- I did vamp good. You, you did, did, actually. That was some really good vamping, dude. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I listened to that album during my big album listen of 2020, 2021. Uh, great album. You said 20 so many times. Uh, there's a lot of 20s. 20, 20, 20, 21. I like didn't know what you meant. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, quite frankly. That album to me is like the opposite of Damn because it is also has some pretty incisive stuff on it that's not aged well. Mostly because it's about what sounds like a version of an autobiography because he talks about friends being sex workers and he clearly uses pretty demeaning terms like horror and hooker and stuff like that. Yeah. But... In my mind, at least, that album was meant to be kind of an unflinching portrayal of living in that experience and having to be someone who just do it. You just talk like that, unfortunately. That makes sense, though. It makes so, so much more sense. Yes, thank you. So that's why I think something like Section 80 holds up, even though it's actually a lot more uncomfortable and gets a lot grosser than, like, Humble. But Humble just has too many lines that are like, Kendrick, no. Kendrick, no. He's too... I feel like everyone puts him on a bit of a pedestal now and has for a while. And that was the album where it felt like it was happening already. And so people just let some shit slide more than I think they would have. I agree. Because that album to me is like, it's a mid album that's meant to be mid. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of... He did way cooler shit on the Black Panther album for me. 100%. It reminds me of something like Tyler, the creator's Call Me If You Get Lost. It's not meant to be a big album. It's meant to be... A smaller, fun experience. And even on Tyler, the Creator's Call Me If You Get Lost. I don't know why I keep saying the whole thing. <laughs> that album, too. I really like it. But also, he says some shit in it, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't think you should say that. He drops the uh, a disability slur on, like, the last song in, like, the first line. And I'm just kind of like, okay, Tyler. Uh, it's like, I think that's pretty fun for you to say that word after you're pretty, pretty checkered past with slurs, you know? So many of them, I feel like shows because i'm jumping topics for a minute let's go to shows a lot of shows also don't really hold up for me in the sense of i thought about rewatching lizzie mcguire and i went i'm gonna hate that That i'm gonna hate that is a good point i think because i actually watched lizzie mcguire quite a bit when i was younger same i saw that movie in theaters i fucking loved lizzie mcguire absolutely fair but yeah now looking back on it i remember just kind of watching it with a blank stare (laughs) and a empty mind as if to say like it's on right now so you know, I think we got to talk about the fact that we were, and if we ever get a younger fan base, this is something we're going to have to reckon with. We were kids raised on cable television, not on the internet. Yeah. I think kids nowadays, or like even younger people nowadays, are having a different experience of growing up with media than we were. Well, because we literally remember DVRs existing in like high school times. Yeah. Like yeah. We were older. Exactly. The same way, like, the generation before us, their experience with media was a lot more different. Yeah. It's just a thing that's constantly changing. But, yeah, now we're going to have to talk about, like, the cable generation, the people who grew up on cable shows and kind of appointment viewing and also more or less if it's on, it's what you're watching now. Does Hey Arnold hold up? I want to say yes. I'm scared it doesn't. Because I remember at the time thinking. I don't think Ed Ed and Eddie did. Probably not. I think... Yeah, probably not. I think that show is just meant to be noise more than anything. I, but hey, Arnold, I feel like I remember it had a sense of atmosphere. Because re- Stoop Kid was afraid to leave a stoop. Yeah, and I, I just remember like the show had a lot of urban lores and legends that really made you feel like 
it made it feel like New York was like a character on its own. You I don't know? understand. Good, because I don't want to explain it. <laughs> I but, feel the way about Hey Arnold that I still feel about Rugrats, where like I don't need to rewatch it and see if it holds up, but it will always have a special place in my heart. I think that's fair too. And you know, this is actually something to bring it back that I was hey. thinking about with Jimmy Neutron, is that we watched it. It sucked. It was, we were so upset. We didn't even watch half of it before we were like, this sucks. Oh yeah, didn't take it. But to the point where like, now I was thinking about it, it's like, well, it is not good. But also... It's not for us anymore. Exactly. It's a not good children's film. It is meant specifically to appeal to under preteen like age demographics which is why when i said earlier it has a scene where all the kids are just after their parents are gone throw a big party because it's like that's what kids wanted to see in movies for the longest time they made a whole movie called blank check 90 percent. one more person mentions the movie blank check to me don't you take that tone with me i will mention blank check as much as i want on this podcast i still never seen blank check you don't need to it's really boring i don't care about it it's not bad it's just the most boring movie you could possibly watch it's 90 percent of it is just a kid hanging out doing like movie kid stuff you know is that oh what's my god, he's swimming in Skittles. Oh, <laughs> Skittles? What's up? Stop. Those are gross ear sounds. They deserve better. Ah, <laughs> oh, look at that kid. He's swimming in Skittles. <laughs> Hold on. Give me your best word voice. Is that it? Oh, look at that kid. He's swimming in Skittles. <laughs> okay, y'all pick the one you like. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> Text us to 776969. Tell us which voice you like best. It'll be the voice I use from here on out. Let us know. Hit those. Hit that like button. Subscribe and comments. Don't do that. <laughs> comments and the subscribe. Comments and the subscribe. Yes. <laughs> comments and the subscribe. You're a nightmare. That's fair. I have a way chiller energy than you right now. It's really wild. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, I think it's because like the light has shifted where we're recording, and like Ooh, it's I, just I chilled me in out. The darkness. Though. I look at Batman. <laughs> you know what? My. Follow boy style, my songs know what you did in the dark. Speaking of badly aged, Fallout Boy titles. <laughs> oh my god, the, you remember they used to do that dumb thing where it was always just like, our lawyers made us change the name of this song. Uh, I think maybe their worst song and their worst title, for me personally, okay. it, it might be the same scene, it's a goddamn arms race. That's. To this day, the song that my sister knows by them mm-hmm. that makes her still go, I fucking hate that band. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, what is that song about lyrically? Do you know? Because I, I, I do. I'm sorry, this is a rhetorical question. I'm just going to warn you up front. I don't want to trick you. <laughs> I didn't want to be like, do you know? It's like, I don't. It's like, well. No, I don't. By that point, I had already quit Fall Out Boy. And that's fair, because this song is just about their drama with Panic at the Disco. Shut up. It is purely about them feuding with other pop punk bands. Can we please talk about the fact that my least favorite connected to Fall Out Boy song is actually from their lead singer had a solo album. Yes. And there is a song on that album called This City that I think Kid Cudi is in. Like, it's... That whole album is just, like, a mistake. <laughs> it sounds like it's... It's just a mistake. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, like, that dude, Patrick something. Stump? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stump. He wasn't even, like, the driving force behind Fall Out Boy. No. In a lot of senses, he was just the singer. Wasn't it, like, Pete something? Pete Wentz, the bassist. That's the man who Pete wrote the from tune. whence he came. From whence he came. Sorry, that's actually a Dames and Dragons reference. Oh, God. 
No, that's fine. <laughs> I just didn't want to act like it was mine. No, no I appreciate that, actually. Thank you. I, I should probably do that more. But, uh, yeah, uh, Fall Boy. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> they did fall out. Boy. 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 Sorry, I wanted to make it fun. I'm, I'm up here. <laughs> I almost want to say, I feel like Panic at the Disco has aged better, in a sense. Which is weird, because I hated Panic at the Disco at the time. Which makes no sense with my likes and dislikes. The Patrick Stump album, the song that I hate, is literally just him like, I don't even know if he ever actually says the city, but it's like, this city is my city. Oh, God. And I love it. Yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here. Like, it's that kind of song where you're like, you found this in. It's nothing. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Speaking of my city, have you heard the infamous line from uh, that YouTuber Jake Paul when he released a, a rap song? You know I have it. He had a, an English guy on his crew, and that English guy decided to open his verse with "England is my city," <laughs> to which everyone said, "No, it is not," for a number of reasons. <laughs> uh, he knows it's not a city, right? <laughs> he knows. So that was everyone's question for a while. <laughs> That man is probably going to jail for reasons we won't talk about. Ooh, move along. Yeah, move along. Also, move along. Doesn't really hold up. Probably not. I still love it, though, but it probably doesn't. What's that song that was like... Uh-huh. <laughs> that was like... I, um, I, I forgot. Oh, no. I had lyrics in my brain, and then I they like slipped through my brain fingers. Mm-hmm. This happens. You know your brain fingers? No, oh, but oh I do get that concept though, because yeah, I, I, I've, I've just you know you get put on the spot, and sometimes it just slips out. Well, Tiffany, we're nearing the we're nearing the tail end. Of we're kneeling the tail end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going for that that hip bone. We're going for that backbone. Please don't. My hip bones are out. so gentle. Well, I'm not taking out yours. I'm taking out podcast land's hip bone. Oh, coming see, for y'all. Like he did for me. <laughs> Oh, sorry. He meant to you. Yeah. Oh, I'm coming to you. <laughs> I'm coming. Sorry. I didn't mean to say I'm, I'm coming for you. I meant to say podcast time. I'm coming to you or house. Wait, can we say that in a nasty town? You can. I will not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But go ahead. What if, what if you were just like, I'm coming for you? <laughs> mm. It made you upset. Yeah, I mean, it's gross. I don't know anyone who'd want to hear that, <laughs> quite frankly. All right. Can I have, can I have two more options? Yeah, I need them. Yeah, you do. That's okay, fine. option number two. I'm coming for you. All right. And then, huh? Option number three. I'm coming for you? That one just sounds like a line read, like an actor trying to figure out the part. So, <laughs> so go y'all know, two. text the phone number 777-6969. Let us yeah. get those votes, you know, subscribes and likes and shit. Y'all mm-hmm. know. Y'all know 6969. I do have to warn you, if you do text, you will be signed up uh, for a <laughs> service fee that will be recurring bi-weekly. But don't worry, it'll be worth it. It's end. fine, it's fine. Also, um, text rates do apply. <laughs> Guys, please don't text that number. We do not own that number. Yeah, sorry. I just made up a number. I, I think I got it right. You, you said did. 69 twice, and it was three sevens, I thought. Yeah, you nailed it, dude. Noise. All right. Well, y'all, we got to get out of here. We got to. Yeah, but if you want to follow along, if you want to follow us huh? instead of us coming for you. <laughs> do you want to come for us? <laughs> then you can come for us at twitter.com at our joke handle. 
at JokesterPod. J O K E S T E R P O D. That's the JokesterPod. Oh my god, I followed it this time. Also, I called it a joke handle. It's just a real it's a real handle. handle. It just has the word joke in it. Yeah. Don't get confused. Hey. That's also, it. Where can they listen to us? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Cr- Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure at some point we'll go to a Cracker Barrel. So I just chance it, I guess. I, y'all, I've never been to a Cracker Barrel. It's my, fine. My sister once said to me, we can't go there. That's not for us. We're black. <laughs> That's a real story. But um, no, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and there's another one. Castbox. Castbox. We will take ratings. We will. I still will love you forever if you review us. But if it's nice, if you that first person who reviews us, we will. We will. We'll do it I'm gonna add special. a caveat. Go ahead. It has to be nice. Oh yeah, first first five nice. star review. If this you review sucks. us one star and go, these people suck. I hate the brown people. Like you're not getting shit from us. Yeah, except maybe a uh, an FBI call. Also, maybe we'd come for you. That, that one's possible. If someone who's just commenting, I don't like the brown people on a random podcast, I, I could come for that person. Y'all, this is our first year doing guests and shit. Stay tuned. We out yeah, here doing it. Absolutely. Going to be a new year, new us. New ass? New year, new ass. Bye. Farewell. <laughs>